This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America. Learn more at cleanfuels.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Big changes are coming at the Food and Drug Administration that will be key to food policy, and they're coming soon. That was the message of FDA Commissioner Robert Califf, who spoke this afternoon on a webinar hosted by the Alliance for a Stronger FDA. He wrapped up his comments by noting two key news items will be rolled out soon. Keep an eye out eminently for the new uh, Deputy Commissioner for Human Foods and for um, an innovation agenda from the Center for Veterinary Medicine will we'll shortly be out for public consumption. The Deputy Commissioner for Human Foods position comes from a reorganization of the agency that was called for in last year's Reagan Udall report. Califf says the new position will be filled by an individual with several important qualities. We need someone who's highly technically competent and understands the move that we need to make to a more quantitative basis for assuring safety of the products that we regulate, but also splendid on the human side, um, able to um, gain uh, trust, inspire the workforce, and also um, communicate effectively and openly um, with this broad array of stakeholders that we have. Many food and ag stakeholder organizations have called for the elevation of the issue at FDA through the new position. There have also been calls for changes to the regulation of animal feed additives and gene editing in animal agriculture, something Caleb said can be expected to be addressed in an upcoming missive from FDA's Center for Veterinary Medicine. This is huge for us and children with rare genetic diseases, but it's also very important to animals. And so CBM has got um, plans for how to deal with this, which if you, if you think about it, have to take into account a lot of different things. It's the well-being of the animals, the impact on humans of genetic alterations that might occur, and the impact on the environment that's um, potential in that case. Jackie Fatka has more in her coverage on agripulse.com. In other news, Biofuel Trade Association Growth Energy has had to take the Environmental Protection Agency to court numerous times over the governance of the nation's biofuel mandate. Now, the group is backing the agency in a lawsuit filed over the agency's issuing, or lack thereof, small refinery exemptions from the mandate. Growth Energy filed a motion to intervene in a case brought by an Alabama refinery that seeks to reverse EPA's rejection of their waiver for relief, Growth Energy CEO Emily Score says EPA made the right call by following the data on the waiver rejection, and the group will not let the challenges go unanswered. EPA rejected 26 SRE requests last month. The agency also took the unprecedented step of listing the denied refinery petitions, shining light on the previously opaque process due to concerns about sharing confidential business information. Two SRE petitions are still pending on the agency's dashboard. Finally today, the nation's farm groups are pushing those vying for the presidency to support trade deals for American agriculture. Eighteen farm groups sent a letter to every 2024 presidential candidate this week asking for support for the kinds of tariff-slashing trade deals that have benefited the industry in recent years. But as Farmers for Free Trade Executive Director Brian Keel points out, growth in those agreements has slowed. 
we're certainly still trading, but you know, the U.S. is going to run a food and ag trade deficit this year of nearly $18 billion, a historic high in terms of how much more we're importing than exporting. And some of that is year-round produce that's coming in and it's high cost. I get that. But part of it is it's in 10 years since the U.S. entered into a new free trade agreement. So we've updated NAFTA and we've updated South Korea, but it's been 10 years since we broke into a new country. Bill Thompson has more on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America. Clean Fuels is relaunching its website to give you better access to the experts representing biodiesel, renewable diesel, and sustainable aviation fuel. Cleanfuels.org is the central hub of information for the fuels cutting carbon emissions right now. Learn more at cleanfuels.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.